Adams, Adamly, Adamowski, Bueller, Burns, Burns, Burns. It's time for school. Rock school with your hosts, Dr. Joe Burns. Like in way, not even a mouse game, but um, let's say Tiger Woods is back in the thing. Right. Oh, he was born to play. Mm. What you're doing is you're discounting the, the tens work. of right. thousands of hours. Right. Class is in. This is the Rock School Radio Show right here on the Rock School Radio Network, broadcasting campus, Southeastern Louisiana University. My name is Joe Burns. I'm sorry Tammy is not with me this week. And oh, by the way, Happy New Year. It's going to be a happy new year for me and also for you because I have been trying to find a date where my guest today could get into the studio and talk with me. You must be unbelievably busy because it took us close (laughs) to a year for this to happen. Pat Kerber is here, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Thanks for having me. Now, Pat, look, you need to explain yourself, young man. Who are you on this campus of Southeastern Louisiana University? Well, uh, first I'll back up and take away young out of young man. (laughs) Okay, but but I'll go for it. Sure. Okay. Okay, well, basically I'm the instructor of guitar and coordinator of guitar activities, as formal as that sounds. Wow, that that, that looks good on a pillow. It sure does. Right. Yeah, I started here uh, 25 years ago with one student. And uh, <laughs> gradually, it took me a while to build it into a, to a full-time position, and I've, had, I've been really enjoyed being here. My students have gone to success in, in many different venues as classical guitarists, as teachers, as uh, uh, performing musicians in different mm-hmm. venues, different styles. And uh, that's basically who I am. I'm the guitar guy here. Now, here's the fun thing. You are a classical guitarist, and I just want to get this out of the way because right. I want to talk classical guitar in rock music. Right. Uh, and I have a couple statements that your students made and things mm-hmm. like that I want to talk about. Mm-hmm. But first off... Even though there you are with what has to be a $25,000 classical guitar in Miguel your hands. Rodriguez. Yes. It's $25,000 for that. Mm-hmm. You started out in a ZZ Top tribute band. Well, I was I went through that phase. Let's put it that way. Come on, play play some Now you're playing this ladies and gentlemen, I know it's radio. I know it's podcast. This is a $25,000 instrument playing. What are you going to play? So, when I was in college, I actually did get up on stage in front of people and <laughs> And then Lumens now that Texas town. I think I just lost my position here. If my boss here says, like, I think I'm fired. No, man, I, I think that's wonderful. And you said you had mutton chops. Oh, so. yeah, yeah. All right, now, the reason you wanted to come on was because of the idea of classical guitar inside of rock and roll. Yes. And there's, I mean, there are those that you can reach to and immediately grab and say, look, these are neoclassics players. These mm-hmm. are people who play classical guitars. And... What I wanted to point out right off the bat was when you auditioned for your college right. uh, to get in. By the way, where did you go to college? Loyola University in New Orleans. Loyola University. Excellent music school. You yeah. played a, and I'm going to finger quote here, rock song. Instead of playing Debussy or right. Mozart, 
What did you play? Well, I played uh, A Mood for a Day by Steve Howe, who was the guitarist for Yes, very talented individual. And uh, the way that all came out is I'm pretty much a little bit more to back up about myself. I'm pretty much your standard American classical guitarist in that 90% of us started playing rock music. Started mm-hmm. playing folk music, started with acoustic guitar, steel string guitar, that is. And, uh, and it was a really a fluke for me because I was 17 years old, did not know anything about classical guitar, just that it existed, didn't play. I had my gold top Les Paul playing my ZZ Top and Almond Brothers and all these things. And What, what year was your Les Paul? Uh, it's a 71 oh, gold top. Good, oh, that's yeah, it's a good nice. year. I still have it. Oh, yeah. It's, 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 now it's green. <laughs> Everything's worn <laughs> off. I think it's a lot of miles on it. But it was time to audition for to go to college. I only wanted to do was play guitar. It, it was really just a fluky thing that fell in place where Loyola had a guitar department. And I said, well, okay, well, I'll just try this. And I literally, on a fluke, borrowed a classical guitar. I was at St. Paul's at the boarding school, and there was a fellow there from South America who had a classical guitar, mm-hmm. one of my classmates. And I asked to borrow it. I thought it might be a good idea to show these people what I can do and uh, play with my fingers, because I think that's what, I, I literally thought, I think that's what classical guitar is. I was, I just, <laughs> the word was ignorant, okay? <laughs> and so I learned it. I, I picked it off the record and uh, went in for the audition and um, played it. And then after I played it, they said, okay, and then they gave me a piece of music to read. And I said, okay, can you sight read this for us? And I'm sorry. I said, well, I'm sorry. I, I can't do that. And, and come on, stop. We have to go. I said, no, I'm, I'm sorry. I, I can't read music. And the department, <laughs> the, the dean of the, the college, he, said, he looked at me. I don't know. Forget it. He said, well, how did you learn how to play this? And I said, well, I just learned it off the record, the way right. we all do. As we all did at up, that time. Right. the needle up. Right. It, well, uh, drop yeah. the needle, right, and destroy the record. Destroy the record. <laughs> right. And it was, it was kind of a heartwarming thing for me individually. When I was a junior, the dean actually approached me as a junior, and he pulled me aside. He, he had nicknamed me Dr. Kerber, and he was, he, was, <laughs> he was kind of right about things. He said, you know, so I wanted to tell you this is that I've always kept in the back of my mind. Your audition, just the committee did not want you to even be accepted because you couldn't read music. Right. But when you played that little piece, that simple counterpoint, and you said that you had done it on your own, I told them, and as the dean, I could overrule them, says, you guys are totally wrong. Says, These are the kind of guys you want, a guy who'll go out there and do it himself. He's mm-hmm. going to be an easy student to teach. And that, that I was very encouraging for me, and, and, and it, uh, it's something that sticks in my mind as a teacher. To, 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 I remember how it made me feel right. when, you, when you encourage students. now right people can take guitar from you right and one of the things that uh you were teaching me before we went online uh actually started recording you used i believe it was the beatles and i love her mm-hmm. now that you say is done on a classical guitar it is do for us what you did for me the idea of the here's classical here's not classical that right. kind of thing and when you think classical i mean i go to I go to Malmsteen. I go mm-hmm. to. I don't think of, you know, Paul McCartney. Right. 
All right, right. So lay it on me. Okay. Well, to begin with, just just to let people know, the classical guitar, as we as we know it, and we'll talk about the, the specifics of it. It's nylon strings, and mm-hmm. it's a very different sound. And so he's opening that iconic little figure. And there it is on the classical guitar with the nylon strings. And then I have the okay. little steel string guitar. We're doing a swap of guitars right. here right now. Over here. What, what's he, on the record? It is a classical guitar. It is a classical yeah, it guitar. It is a Ramirez student model Ramirez. I have a little story about mm-hmm. that. And so with the steel strings, that same thing. It's brighter. Yes, and yeah. thinner. And, and right. it has more of an attack. Right. Right, because you're using a right. pick right now. You're playing right. a Martin. What's it's, the it's, number of it's it? A DX, it's a, uh, a, a DX1. It's one of these Mexican guitars that has a synthetic back and sides with the top. Is a, it's a student model guitar okay. that had been my daughter's and I've inherited now because we bought her a real one. <laughs> there you <laughs> yeah, go. She has an OM21 now. So what, yeah. I mean, what, sh- what should he have used? Should he have used the classical guitar? Oh, no, there's, there's no should about it. There's just the sound that he wanted, you know, because the other thing I want to demonstrate is so while he's doing that, let's be sure this is still in tune. While he's doing that, John Lennon's playing his Gibson, I think it was a J50 or whatever mm-hmm. it was that he played. He's simply strumming. And that sound on the classical guitar comes out quite different. He's reaching back to get his classical right. once again. Okay, we pop, should have had a roadie department. here. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't had one of those in a long time. It's simply a, a, a tone color difference. Mm-hmm. Okay, and so and it's just, so it's not right or wrong. It's what do you want? Exactly, exactly. It's just, there's, there is no right. There is no right or wrong. And, and uh, as a matter of fact, one of the, uh, the, the the songs that I had submitted is something that was "Oh Well" by Fleetwood Mac. Right. There are quite a few performances of them live where the guy just plays it on the electric guitar. In, in, yeah. But in, in the studio, it's on the classical guitar. Well, the beginning of what is it, the beginning of the chain. Actually, he's played on a banjo or a banjola, something like that. And yeah, yeah he yeah. just does it on uh, yeah. he just does it on his yeah. guitar in concerts. Right, right. So you know, it's it's simply you know what goes on in the studio and and what people prefer. And and the instruments can do certain things and can't do other things. Right. I give her all my love. That's all I do. This is one of those one of those songs that I mean, there's no way this is going to be a hit, and it comes out. You brought up Bumbaleo, mm-hmm. and it's by the Gypsy Kings. Bumbaleo, right. Bumbaleo. Right. It's one of those things. I know I've heard that before, but mm-hmm. where is it? Mm-hmm. And I remember if you watch the video of it, the man who's playing the leads is mm-hmm. this stoic, stone-faced person. Flamenco, flamenco, right? Flamenco is that classical? Or is that something new? Are we going into boxes again? No. It, it well, yeah, but it's a very specific box. It is a box, and it's a very specific box. It is it is not classical music. It is folk music. It's the folk music of Spain. Mm-hmm. However, it does use a guitar with the nylon strings. But a flamenco guitar is not the same as a classical guitar. What's the difference? It's basically the structure and the tone quality, and it's a, and it's a very subtle difference. Uh, it doesn't sustain as much. The sound is generally not as thick. 
Uh, is it louder? Because flamenco is a dance music. It can be. It, yeah. Yeah, it can be. Typically, yeah, for, for a long time. As a matter of fact, the history of flamenco is another thing where there's a lot of gray area because there's, there's not a whole lot of documentation. For a long time, the, the guitarists were just accompanists for dancers and singers. Right. And uh, just simply, just strumming, and, and basically they're using the back of the nails, the rasquiato, you know. You know, all that kind of thing. Yeah. Which sounds very different when you don't have the nails and it's... It just doesn't yeah. come across. It's, again, I'm going to try to find words. It's not as crisp. Right. It doesn't have as much right. attack. Right, not as powerful. But being as it as it may, you know, this music is still the, 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 the folk music of Spain, but the Spanish classical composers have definitely been influenced. I mean, that whole, that mm-hmm. whole sound right there... <laughs> hear orchestral music that uses that right. piano music, Spanish piano music that uses that progression, we automatically think Spanish. Oh, and that movement that. right there, mm-hmm. there's not a guitarist alive That's who right. hasn't gotten past the Mel Bay guitar book right. one, who hasn't attempted to play his or her own version of Malagueña. Right. And the classical guitar, quite frankly, in rock music, it's it's rare. It, it very right. seldom happens, and and most well, mostly it's some of the pointers why to begin with the neck is just so wide. It, it has to be because in classical guitar, we you know we we do counterpoint. Mm-hmm. So where we have melodies going, you know, that's this, Bach you just played, was, yes. right? Yeah, mm-hmm. the, the, the famous bourree, mm-hmm. and so we need the room with the left hand to make all those moves. To try to do that on a steel string guitar, it gets really tight, right? Yeah, you know, and then, uh, you know, and you know, the 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 one that I, the, the mood for a day. Screw that up a little bit, but you can <laughs> hear that sound. So do do that on a on a on a. Uh, Steel string guitar. Reaching, reaching for the seal now. string. Prop mm-hmm. department, prop department. Big <laughs> difference. I don't like it as much. No, no. No, it's, it's, it's not full. That's right. like, you know, and, right. it's, and it, I love when people attempt it. It's kind of like going to a, a garage because your car's making a weird sound mm-hmm. and you're trying to rah, 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 make the noise. <laughs> so in music, I, I love listening to people attempting to find the word to describe the color. You know, right. it's dull. It's right. not full. It's not crisp. Right. It, it turns into weather terms. and stuff. It really does. Yeah. Speaking of, of the, the movement of the hands and such, mm-hmm. I tried to take classical when I was, oh, I I don't know, 18, 19. Mm-hmm. And the woman who was the teacher at the time said, you know, you'll need to have a classical guitar. And right. I said, well, I have an acoustic and I have I have my little cherry red Les Paul. Mm-hmm. She goes, I can't no. teach you on either right. of those. Right. I said, lady, it's a guitar. I was right. not a nice human being at that time. I said, lady, it's a guitar. And she says, well, obviously you don't. Right. understand right. what's going on. So if right. you get a classical, come see me. Speaking of student, mm-hmm. I had one of your students in my <laughs> public speaking course, mm-hmm. and I made some kind of comment about classical guitar and what have you, and she looked at me and she said, now tell me this is the right story, and mm-hmm. if, if, you know, mm-hmm. she looked at me and she said, there is no such thing as a, quote, classical guitar. There is right. a guitar. Right. That's that. Right. Okay, so what makes it 
classical. Okay, well, you know, that's that's a kind of an in-the-weeds thing because these days, of course, this obviously, you, you, when you go someplace, you'll have to ask for a classical guitar. But mm-hmm. what she's talking about is is what I teach my students in terms of history. In terms of history, this guitar, which we now call the classical guitar with the 19 frets, the body shape, the the, uh, the strings, the, the way they're not, they're not steel strings, it started around mid mid 18th century, 1780s, 1790s, sort of simultaneously in Spain, Italy, and France. We're not really sure. There's there's instruments and there's no documentation. Mm-hmm. But the point is, is that it was simply called the guitar, and that continued all the way through the 19th century. And then right around 1900, steel strings came along, and so then we started having, oh, the acoustic guitar. And quite often, people will say they will have a, a classical guitar and say, oh, it's an acoustic guitar. Well, yes, it is because it's not plugged in. There's no electricity, but really, this is the classical guitar. But in reality, in terms of you know just being picky about it, no, this is the guitar, and all the rest of the guitars are the ones that should have the the, the differentiation, the term terminology. Electric this guitars. is the you know the blues had a baby. They called it rock and roll. This is the blues. This starts the instrument. Right. We need to take a break here on the Rock School Radio Network, but we will be back with Pat Kerber, classical guitar professor here at Southeastern Louisiana University. University back in a minute on Rock School. All right. Yeah. Grab your classical mm-hmm. again because I know you're going to want to do this. When people think of classical, they think of that that Bach piece you were playing. Yeah, they think like of the Mozart stuff. Right. They mm-hmm. think of the melodies of which we know 13 seconds of the song because we watched a Looney Tunes cartoon. Right. However, you pointed to me, uh, pointed out to me that Tears in Heaven mm-hmm. was played on a twenty-five thousand dollar guitar, a, 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 a Miguel Rodriguez guitar. And yeah. is that still classical guitar? Well, that's see, that's that's part of why I wanted to come here in. We here we are. We're in the weeds again. Right. There's the. It is a classical guitar, but it's playing in in a rock song, a, in mm-hmm. a beautiful rock song, a ballad. And uh, to me, that falls under the heading of there are two kinds of music: good music and bad music, with a subheading of music mm-hmm. you like and music you don't like. That's right. I, yeah. I, I, this, this, the idea of boxes drives me crazy. This right. is punk. This is neo punk. Right. Yeah. No, no, no. There's songs I like and there's songs I don't. Right. There's right. some rap I like. There's some rap I hate. That's right. And as a matter of fact, as a teacher, I started, I've been teaching for, gee whiz, I'm older than I, than I look. Uh, it's, a 40, it's been 47 years now. Wow. Started when I was in high school. $2 a lesson over at St. Paul's I did high the same school. thing. Right. I kept food on the table. Right, right. And, <laughs> E-A-D, E-A-D. Right. Um, <laughs> And, and the thing of it is, is over, over the course of the decades of teaching you know, at the amateur level, anyone over the age of 25 who knocks on the door and finds out you're a guitar teacher, wants to learn how to play, they come, okay, so what do you want to do? Because you're, the customer's always right. And they say, well, I want to learn the older music because the new music just isn't any good. And I would be polite, not say anything about it. And then gradually over time, I said, you know, let me, let me challenge this a little bit. And people would come and say, yeah, but I really like this style. And I said, well, you know, it's really not this. It's really not this, the, the, the music isn't good. It's that you just don't like the style. Mm-hmm. And I could take a punk song, and actually do the chord progression, do it on a different guitar, change the tempo a little bit, and say, "Look, this is the actual progression. This is the actual song." Right. Wow. 
That's yeah. kind of nice. Yeah, so you're just falling into the trap that we all do, that we tend to like that, which we grew up with when we're teenagers, when we're happy, and, and all that music makes us feel that way. Yeah. And so the point is to, to learn to grow with the music. Yeah, yeah. Johnny B. Good is just Great Balls of Fire played a fifth up. That's right. <laughs> that's it. That's, that's now, now right. I get there's a whole lot of different notes. It's yeah. on a different keyboard. Mm-hmm. Same darn thing. Oh, yeah. let, let me ask you about classical mm-hmm. music in mm-hmm. that a lot of times it is off-putting to sure. people, it is to me sometimes yeah. because, and, and I'm not a fan of orchestral mm-hmm. classical music. I like individual instrument classical right. music. One person, one instrument, stand up there right. and be strong. Right. That's, I right. like that because mm-hmm. the performance is, is as more much personal. to me than anything. It's yes, more personal. I agree. Right. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, Pat, we like bum, 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 bum. Sure. Right. Three chords and A minor for the bridge. Mm-hmm. Is that classical music just with, I mean, did Mozart write ba 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 This is a great question. I was first asked this question about 20 years ago by a student. I'll never forget that moment because I was surprised that I had an instant answer. <laughs> and, I think, <laughs> and I think I'm right about this. He says, Mr. Kerber, what makes classical music classical music? And I thought for a minute and I said, you know what? I said, sophistication in any or all of the above, rhythm, melody, harmony, or presentation. Mm-hmm. In other words, the music could be very simple, but if everyone's wearing tuxedos and it's a symphony orchestra, well, then it's classical music. Okay. But what if they come out and play, you know, something by the Stones, rocking a hard place by the Stones? Is it still classical music? Well, no, because the at that point, well, yeah, you, you, it's an argument you can make it. They're still wearing the they're still wearing their tuxedos, but <laughs> typically speaking, the, the the rhythm, the harmony, the melody is not very sophisticated. Now, what's sophisticated? Mm-hmm. A harmony, uh, a melody that's going to change key more than once. Harmony that's going to go in many different places. Jazz, for instance, right. Is, is right on the edge of being classical music. The in in uh, in pop music. Jazz, for those guys, they are the masters of harmony. Right. Anybody who comes to school who's already playing jazz, goes to college, sleeps through freshman theory. Absolutely sleeps with it. It's not needed. Yeah, they they know it all. By the way, I adored my two theory classes. Yeah. Oh, Oh, I adored it. I was very surprised as a graduate student when I was assigned to teach uh, a class for nine majors. Oh, I don't want to teach theory. I loved it. It was, I loved it, was it too. so much fun. I loved yeah. it too. We had an older woman with a bouffant hairstyle <laughs> that came out, and the first thing she played with us was Wagner's Killed a Wabbit. What? She showed the, right. the Looney Tunes. <laughs> that is Wagner. Oh, you should have right. seen her. Oh, she was so wonderful. Oh, yeah. Crossroads. Mm-hmm. There is a line where the teacher says, "Primitive meaning blues. Mm-hmm. Primitive music is right. not part of the thing." And the Ralph Macchio character right. says something. But what if that's my what have you? Right. It's it's a good film to watch sure. a lot of playing. So right. tell me, what's your backstory to the Crossroads movie? And by the way, this isn't the Britney Spears film. This is the one <laughs> with Ralph Macchio and Steve Vai. And if you're a guitarist right. and you hadn't seen it, get yourself a bag of popcorn. You'll love it. What's your story about the Crossroads film? Well, when you listen to, in the beginning, the music, the, the movie uh, starts with uh, Ralph Macchio playing um, 
Boy, I forget the piece. I think it's Bach. I forget what he's playing. But at, and and you hear the music is being played beautifully, and then you see these two hands playing the mm -hmm. classical guitar, and it's my colleague, my classmate, uh, Bill Kanegeiser, who is a <laughs> member of now uh, Grammy-winning Los Angeles Guitar Quartet, world-class guitarist, and uh, he actually played the guitar, and Ralph finger synced. Sure. He finger synced it. And by the way, as a guitarist, if you watch Crossroads. Mm -hmm. It, it's going to drive you crazy. He's not in the right position. He's, it's there's close. No way you're playing right. those notes. It's, at the it's fifth close. Fret. <laughs> but I, I do have to say, right? I do have to say that he was probably the closest to anyone who's had a finger sync a guitar. He was because because Bill taught him, and Bill said, "This young man says was one of the best students. He's such a focused individual. He really did learn how to play. Really, and the, right. And then the Mozart arrangement, uh, the Rondella Tarko, that was uh, Bill's arrangement, and that that was one of the pieces that helped put Bill on the map." Uh, as a soloist, apart right. from the quartet, and um, so yeah, it was in you know, and it's it's funny because they're they're there in the um, in the choral room at uh, USC, I believe it is, and uh, and I see some of my former classmates, and and uh, Agnes is sitting there. She was cute as a button. And should I go ahead? Did, did I tell you about the story about how we had our quartet? We were Keep invited. Keep going. Oh, I, yeah. I, these, I ordered you in here right, for a reason. Right. <laughs> and so uh, I see, and I'm, I'm not. I won't. He'll know. He's in Hawaii now. Do we broadcast? Is this? Is, are you syndicated in Hawaii? We have been played in Hawaii, yeah, but so we're not syndicated. So I'll there. just say Tom. Tom might hear this, and, <laughs> but he was a good fellow. He probably, we're older now. He'll probably laugh about it. But we were in a quartet. We were the USC Guitar Quartet. University of Southern California. And we were, oh, what an opportunity had fallen in our lap. We were invited. Someone was putting together, this would have been 1977. Someone was putting together a concert of, of uh, string ensembles from all the major universities and, and small schools in Southern California. That's a lot of people. And it was mostly string quartets. And they found out about us. And so they invited us, the only guitar quartet, to go play at the Dorothy Chandler Pavilion. Gosh. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Was, yeah. That's and tip top. Was, yeah, it was great. It was, we, were just, we were just graduate students. And, um, but I, when, I, when I saw Agnes sitting there, I said, well, there she is, cue's a button, but son of a gun, she blew a hole in that whole thing. Because what happened was Agnes and Tom had met in Spain. Agnes was still in Spain. Tom had come to California. She was going home to the Philippines. Tom was from Hawaii. He hadn't seen her, and he just he couldn't pass up his opportunity to see his, guitar, his, his uh, girlfriend, so he canceled on the concert. Oh, <clears throat> really? Because of a woman? Because of a woman. It's and all, you know the, what? Next, the next step was Nine I tenths of every song right. is because of a woman. <laughs> My huh? next step was I quit the quartet. <laughs> they went on to be the fire trio and were, were successful for a while. But yeah, that's, that's my little backstory Ooh. to that. Right. <laughs> well, well, well. Who sent you here? Can't talk, little man? <laughs> but can't play none either. <laughs> If, if, if a person wants to learn guitar, start classical, start rock and roll? Oh, no, 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 no. No? Just, just, just start, and don't start reading. My teacher was Adam, you'll be surprised. My teacher was a world-famous, Grammy-winning classical guitarist, Pepe Romero. Mm -hmm. He says, don't, and I, I, as a teacher, teaching both at the university level and the amateur level, 
And, uh, and I've taught many levels, and the parents, oh, I want them to learn right. I want them to learn to read and to play classical. And I said, no, that's, that's not the issue. The issue is first just get the fingers going. And says, yeah. because it's confusing enough as it is. The instrument is facing away from the, the student, uh, and then they have to do two different things with the right hand and the left hand as opposed to the piano. Everything's sitting right in front of you, or if you have a horn, you're blowing into it, and the fingers right. doing the same things. So it's, it's a very complicated instrument in the beginning. And so classical, rapa, it doesn't matter. No, just get your fingers going. And then from there, because the techniques are, are, one of the things I tell my students is that the, the classical guitar and all the rest of the guitars, they're completely different instruments. They just share the notes in the same place. Mm-hmm. But the things that Learn you can the neck. do. Right. The things you can right. do, the things you can't do with the instruments. For instance, I have here on the table this little device here, the slide. Yeah. Okay. That on the classical guitar, <laughs> it just doesn't work. It just... Yeah. It dies. It just doesn't. It dies last. quickly. Where is Reaching I'm, for the steel right, string. Right. Okay. We Our really, department. we really should have prepared better <laughs> than this. That's all right. Is it really better? Is it because that's what I expect? That's Robert Johnson. Right. That's that's right. the stuff. It's it's partly I think is what you expect, but to, but the note does last longer. It does last longer. It's time to take our second break, but we will be back to talking with Pat Kerber, classical guitar professor here at Southeastern Louisiana University. Back in a minute on Rock School. Willie Nelson mm. is coming to the IP down in Biloxi. Okay. Uh, I may have the venue wrong, but he's coming. Mm-hmm. He's going to mm-hmm. be here, I think, in February. Mm-hmm. And part of me is, you know, well, I haven't seen him, so I mm. probably should go see him. I don't know how much longer right. you know, he's going to be doing it. But his famous guitar, yes. Trigger, named after the, the horse. That's right. Yeah. And, and just about every song he's recorded. Oh, every single one. He every never one? plays anything but that guitar. It is a Martin classical guitar. It is a classical guitar. Yeah, and he just loves the sound. He's got a pickup inserted in it. He loves the sound and play. And he is a he's. Let me tell you something. When you see him live, you're gonna get ready because he doesn't show what he can do on the recordings. The recordings are you know they're popular tunes. They're yeah. country and western. I saw him live in San Diego and I was blown away. The man can really yeah. play the guitar. And quite frankly, I don't know if you've heard of it. His son. Is yes, that, he is correct. He's very, very good, yep. and he's he's a lot like his dad. He plays electric guitar, but he accompanies the same way. His accompaniments get thrown in in a way that the average guitar player doesn't. doesn't the thing do. that, about Willie Nelson makes him so wonderful. He's always just behind the beat. Yeah, you know what? He's oh, yeah. not. He's always just a little mm-hmm. behind it. And I, this is going to sound really stupid, but to a guitarist, it'll make sense. Mm-hmm. I remember I couldn't get trills and grace notes and all that kind of stuff, mm-hmm. and I was watching him play one. I don't even remember what it was, and he went. Mm-hmm. And I backed it up, blink, backed it up, blink. That's how you do it. That's it. That's it. Yeah. And I had it that quick. Yeah. How does the guitar not collapse? It literally has a hole where yeah. the pick. It must have someone. He, he must have had braces, extra braces put into it because you, you would think that the, the, the string the, tension would just collapse. Yeah. You leave 
as a teacher, here's the thing also about Paco, and mm-hmm. I, I love to watch the three guitarists. I think it's McLaughlin mm-hmm. and and Demiola and Demiola and, and yeah, yeah Paco. Right. The thing is, there's McLaughlin, perfect. Well, yeah, he's a technical genius. I mean, perfectly technical, hands in the right place. Demiola, perfectly technical. Paco always looks to me like nobody showed him how to do it. Mm -hmm. He picked it up. He only uses on his right hand, Mm -hmm. his index and middle finger, and and just sort of pretend you're like walking somebody across your hand. That's how he plays. And it's so wrong to the the method. Does it, Pat, does it matter as long as the notes come out how you get it doesn't matter. Oh, not really. Yeah, you know, it, it's, it, there's no right or wrong about it, and good or bad is is, is totally subjective, and um, and that's you know, and that's where that's part of the that's one of the conundrums of teaching at the university is that the university is objective. You have to accomplish certain things. So I tell my students, look, basically, you have to play learn to play the right notes at the right time. Mm-hmm. Now, everything else, tone, color, expression, loud, soft, this, that. That's entirely up to you. And I certainly have my opinions of what I like, but I tell students, if I give you uh, an idea, I give you a fingering, and we work on this, and look, and I show it to you in the lesson because you're doing something, you're struggling, I have a different way to do it, and you say, oh, wow, yeah, that's really great. So we write it down. And then you come back the next week, and you haven't done that. And I said, well, we talked about this change in the fingering. If the answer, the response is, oh, yeah, that's an unofficial F. Okay, (laughs) But if you say... You know, Mr. Kerber, I, I tried it, but then I, it made me think about this other way, and I like the sound, and I just like the way this sounds better. Well, that's an A. Done. Yeah, that's Done. an A, because the audience, they don't care.
thank you so much for coming. Oh, well, in. thanks for having I me. I so appreciate it. Yeah. Yeah. Would you be interested, and I got to run this past the bandmates, but mm-hmm. would you be interested in coming on stage with uh, my professor? It's not mine. I play right. with a professor band, impaired faculties, I would and ripping I think, off I think, a ZZ Top tune. I think that if you let me do an Almond Brothers tune we'll, we'll, as well, you got a deal. Oh, no. <laughs> no. No Allman Brothers tune. Unless it's a whippy, whipping post. Would you do whipping post? Uh, no, I prefer either Statesboro Blues or Done Somebody Wrong. I'll play the slide guitar. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. W- will Statesboro Blues go 14 minutes? If you wanted to. If you'd like it to. <laughs> we can do it. Pat Kerber, once again. Give me your title again here at Southeastern. Okay. Instructor of guitar, comma, coordinator of guitar activities. Ooh, I know. That looks great on a business oh, yeah. card. It really does. Thanks <laughs> right. for coming in. Okay, happy, Joe. Happy New Year, Pat. Same to you. It's Happy yeah. New Year to everyone else out there as well. And that's it. Class is dismissed. Everyone's spreading around. United takes his time. to check outside the game. You know what I'm talking about. Just let me know if you wanna go to that whole mile on the range. They got a lot of nice girls. Huh? <laughs>